stand and sing with us. to worship that you can find in your bulletins. The Lord is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. The light of the sun breaks forth across the sky, and a new day has dawned. The Son of God has broken forth from the tomb. Christ has emerged from the depths of the grave, and the world resounds with joy. The hush of death is overcome by the sounds of God's people, resounding with songs of praise. Now every morning will dawn with hope and promise, because Christ is alive. Every morning will be filled with blessing and
are mine And this joy, perfect peace Earthly pain finally will cease So the praise Jesus is alive He's alive And oh, happy day, happy day You wash my sin away Take a moment to share a word of uh, Easter greeting with those who are here today in worship. This is a day above all days when we celebrate life. We, we join all people in celebrating uh, the coming of spring. At least we're all hoping for that, right? The, just a little bit warmer weather. We see the grass getting a little bit greener. We see even a few flowers beginning to bud. And, uh, and we rejoice in that. And, it, and it, it makes us feel better. And it gives us some energy that uh, we may have been waning through the winter. But for those of us who follow Christ, our celebration is more than just a sense of joy that uh, spring is coming. Uh, We celebrate the life, the one who makes life. We celebrate Jesus who is dead and is now alive. We celebrate that his life is also ours. We celebrate that all who trust in him are brought from death to life. And that's why we're here today. It's for this reason that the church recognized early on how appropriate it is to to practice baptism on Easter morning. Baptism is the sign of God's life-giving spirit in us. It's an acknowledgement that though we were dead in our sins, in Christ we are forgiven. 
Baptism is a celebration that Christ's death and resurrection has made possible our relationship with our Creator. In baptism, we acknowledge that our sins are more than we can handle or bear. In baptism, we acknowledge that we are lost and we are without hope of ever being found. In baptism, we acknowledge the need to repent of our sin. And we acknowledge that the only solution to the burden of our sin, the only means to being found, the only one to whom repentance means anything, is Jesus Christ, the risen Lord. And in baptism, we, even as we lament our need for forgiveness, we celebrate the gift of forgiveness and life through the crucified, risen Son of God. Now, sometimes we understand baptism as being primarily about us. It's our faith. It's we've repented, we have received, we have experienced. And all of that is important. But subtly, we send the message that this event of baptism is about what we do. And actually, it's about what God does. What God has done and what God will do. In baptism, we, we call this a sacrament primarily because it is about God. And we come to be baptized today to acknowledge God's grace at work in us. And to, to acknowledge that even the grace that we have, the ability we have to respond to God's grace is only because of the gift of his grace to begin with. So it, it's really no wonder that the church chose Easter morning as this, this most defining moment to practice this most sacred act. It is recognizing that it's both what we do for God, but only because of what God has done and is doing and will do for us. Today we walk in the footsteps of people through the centuries. Those who come to be baptized today are connecting themselves with the church historic and the church universal with Christians through the centuries and with Christians around the world. People who have bowed their heads and their hearts and their minds to the Lord Jesus Christ and who submit themselves to his grace and mercy in the waters of his baptism and of his forgiveness and of his life. I'm going to ask those who are being baptized to come and stand here before me. And um, in keeping with the example, come on guys, you have to stand up here. In keeping with the example of Jesus, go ahead. Come on up. They have presented themselves this day that to receive the sacrament of baptism. Baptism is not itself the door to salvation, but it is this, a significant response to Christ's gift of salvation that they have received. It proclaims to the world that they are followers of Christ, that they have asked Christ into their lives, and their desire is to follow Christ all of their lives. So in order that we gain a, get a, a little sense of their, of their understanding of what is happening today, we're going to ask them these questions. Do you believe that Jesus Christ died for your sins and for the sins of the whole world, that he rose from the dead, enabling all people to have life now and for all eternity? If so, answer, I do. Do you this day surrender your life to Jesus Christ and desire to be baptized as a witness of what Christ has done for you? If so, answer, I do. By being baptized today, are you telling the world that your desire is to be filled with the Spirit of Jesus and to live for Jesus all of your life? If so, answer, I am. And is it your desire to connect yourself to the church of Jesus Christ and as God enables you to help other people know Christ in their lives? If so, answer, it is. 
I want to ask all of us to stand and to join in the um, historic affirmation of our faith as we share together the Apostles' Creed. Do we have it on the screens? Okay. You want to take that, your hymnals, inside front cover of your hymnals? Let us declare our Christian faith in the words of this historic affirmation. I believe in God the Father Almighty, the maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Holy Father, we pray for these who stand before us today. We pray that you will deliver them from the way of sin and death and that they will open their hearts to your grace and truth. Fill them with your holy and life-giving spirit. Keep them in the faith and in the communion of your holy church. Teach them to love others in the power of the Holy Spirit. Send upon them the, send them into the world in the witness of your love and bring them to the fullness of your peace and glory. Lord, grant that all who are baptized into the death of Jesus Christ, your Son, may live in the power of his resurrection and look for him to come again in glory, who lives and reigns now and forever. Amen. Please be seated. Should it take my worldly pleasure? 
because I love Jesus. Jesus died on the cross for me. I want people to know I am going to heaven with him. Caleb Hilscher, I baptize you in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. getting baptized today because I love Jesus and I believe that he died for me. Jesus was baptized and I want to follow his example. Mason Cool, I baptize you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. stand as we sing together. Sacrifice 
save. He frees our hearts to live His grace. Go tell of His goodness. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Oh, sing hallelujah. Join the chorus. Sing with the redeemed. Christ is risen.
One of the reasons that uh, when we 
you came in this morning, all the lights were off, is because there is a connection between death and darkness. And there is also a connection between light and life. And when we think of darkness in the spiritual sense, we think of the grave and the tomb and the cross and burial. And in contrast, light is one of the great symbols of Easter, of the resurrection and of life. And, and I love that contrast. It's a, it's a powerful description of the change from, from the sense of despair on Friday and Saturday and even those early hours Sunday morning until the disciples come to the tomb and realize that Jesus is risen. Light has always been a symbol of God's presence in this world. In, in the Old Testament, the, the tabernacle and then later the temple had candles burning 24 hours a day continuously at the command of God as a symbol of his presence with them. And when they looked at the lights shining, it was a reminder that God was present in that place. And the church has taken that symbol through the years. That's why we we light candles when we gather for worship. Just as a symbolic reminder that when we come together, God is here. God is with us. And light and baptism are connected as well. And Jesus said that in him was life and he was the light of the world. One of the most fascinating things that Jesus says to me, says in the scripture, is that after he says, I am the light of the world, he says to his disciples, you are the light of the world. Let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your father who is in heaven. And not only, Jesus not only connects light to deity, but also light to Christ in his people. And so this morning, uh, and in response to their baptism, we've given each of these guys a, a candle. And, and I tell them, as I've told everyone that we have baptized through the years, that on this day, every year, they need to get that candle out and light it and celebrate and, and ha- get together their family and friends and talk about the baptism again so that it stays fresh in their minds. And that candle as a symbol of God's presence with them and as a reminder of this day. And I tell them, you know, if you can convince your family to get a cake and throw a party, that much better. But just whatever we can do to, to make these events memorable for us. Because God says over and over again, remember, remember, remember what I've done for you. And so they're going to light their candles this morning as a symbol of Christ in them and of their understanding that they are the light of the world. Let's stand once more and sing together.
when we're done with the service, I'm going to ask uh, those of you who can to, to uh, congratulate uh, these guys who have been baptized this morning. Take a minute to, to uh, share your greeting to them and, and your word of encouragement. Uh, there's a breakfast that uh, will be up on campus in the dining hall at 8.30. Uh, just whatever donation accepted, uh, if you want to give something to help with that. We also have a shuttle that will be running back and forth, both to take people up and then bring them back later. And you can get that right outside here by the community room foyer. I've also told the guys that if they're going to the breakfast, uh, they get to cut in line. And uh, if family members want to do that with them, they can work that out. But uh, we want to let, the, we want to let them uh, go ahead and, and do that uh, as they're up there if they go to the breakfast. We, we follow, as done many years, the ancient tradition of the church of a responsive benediction on Easter morning. I'll say the Lord is risen, and you will reply, He is risen indeed. We begin in a whisper, and then about a normal voice, and then uh, shouting from the heavens what Christ has done. The Lord is risen. The Lord is risen. The Lord is risen. He is risen indeed. Amen.